0: Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking... Sugar. Sugar. Yeah. Natalie, what is sugar?
1: Sugar is the generic name for sweet-tasting, soluble carbohydrates, many of which are used in food.
0: So, soluble meaning it dissolves in water.
1: Right. And so that could be like table sugar, granulated sugar, regular sugar...
0: Confectioner's sugar... Yeah, what is confectioner sugar? That's
1: like when you take sugar and you grind it up like really fine, so it's powdery.
0: A confectioner is simply a person with a grinder. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> well, you use it for making. You use to make for making buckeyes. You use it for like any when you're making like a desserty thing, like a sweet where you don't want it to have a gritty texture. Like, if he used regular sugar in a Buckeye instead of confectioner sugar, it would be gritty as shit.
0: Okay, because some of the crystal structure of the sugar would still be there.
1: Because mm-hmm, the peanut butter would not dissolve the crystal structure.
0: Much to think about.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so if you don't live in Ohio, you, I mean, you probably don't know what a Buckeye is.
0: Did we talk about
1: this? I don't know. I feel like know. we
0: talked about this, but we live in the Buckeye state, so suck well, it yeah, up, buddy. It, suck
1: it up, baby we're just gonna keep talking about it
0: (laughs) it's a a ball of peanut butter sugar Uh it's like i don't know the the ratio but it's peanut butter and sugar
1: it's like it's all it is you you have peanut butter and then you keep on adding confectioner sugar to it until you can make a ball like play-doh and have it stay
0: yeah, I mean, it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but it's literally just peanut butter mm-hmm. and sugar. A little and bit then, of
1: salt and a little bit of vanilla.
0: And then you dip it into molten chocolate, but you leave part of it exposed so it looks like the buckeye nut from the buckeye tree. Right.
1: And then, ow, 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 ow. They are delicious. They are like Reese's peanut butter eggs on steroids because it is like almost all peanut butter.
0: It is. You know how there's the Reese cup, which has a little peanut butter, then the Reese egg, which has more peanut butter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is like the extrapolation of the Reese egg and its caloric density is very similar to like
1: as much as possible in that size of, a, of item I'm sure Yeah, I
0: mean I am <laughs> trying to think of something that's that dense like it's pure
1: if, fat and pure sugar and it's just like a ball of it condes- it's like a like a super concentrated ball of fat and sugar
0: Yeah, it's pretty much 50/50. Mm-hmm.
1: And they go down easy. <laughs> So, okay, so you have all the different sugars. There's simple sugars that are called monosaccharides. And the monosaccharides are like glucose, fructose, galactose. And then there are compound sugars that are two monosaccharides that are joined. And so that is like sucrose which is table sugar, which is glucose and fructose. And there's lactose, which is glucose and galactose. And maltose, which is two molecules of glucose. And those are different kinds of sugars.
0: And then anything that's a complex carbohydrate is not a sugar. It doesn't fit in the class of sugars.
1: Yeah. If you eat a uh, compound sugar, your body will break it down into simple sugars when you eat it. What do you think about sugars and molecules with with chemistry stuff?
0: Overall, I feel like, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're we're built to find and consume sugar. Right. I don't think there's any way it is hard to reject our biological destiny when it comes to sugars. We live in an environment rich in sugar,
1: uh-huh.
0: and sugar is so compelling to us that probably everybody in the world has had a dream about sugar.
1: I have had dreams about sugar, yeah.
0: You've had a dream about eating brownies, or eating, if you were a boomer, maybe you licked one of those big rainbow lollipops. <laughs> well, I,
1: I always have cake dreams when I'm trying to not eat sugar. So I have like withdrawal dreams about it.
0: When we did keto diet, which used to be called the Atkins diet, I would have nightmares where I would be somewhere and I would eat a real big piece of cake. And just as I was scraping the frosting off the plate, I would realize, oh my God, I can't have this at all. I've been keto dieting.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. I would have a dream where I'd eat like two pieces of cake and then I'd be like, oh, I wasn't supposed to eat that. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. (laughs)
0: that is a that is a really particularly hard diet to follow because like the less you have bread and the less you have sugar like the more unique it is yeah as a kid you know running around up and down the street drinking little hugs yeah <laughs> uh, sugar was just something we took in so constantly and so often that it was not like that novel. But as an adult, you know, I try to strike a balance and try to eat foods that are not exclusively punishment food. Mm-hmm. But I have to eat stuff that's like not full of sugar. It's just it does it doesn't make me feel good right when I do get to have something that's really sugary it's really good Mm -hmm. I'm like wow that's great whereas if I was a kid and I just got another oh great what a brownie with a piece of ice cream I'll eat it but it's not new to me
1: (laughs) yeah my thing with sugar is that I refuse to stack treats if I'm having a dessert I just want the one thing I don't want to have a brownie And then have ice cream on top of it. Because if you just have the one thing, then you get tired of it. There's not enough novelty in eating it. Like if you have like a very complex thing where you're putting a bunch of different treats together in the same bowl, it makes you have more novelty, makes you eat more.
0: That's true. But on the other hand, I'm novelty seeking. Yeah. I love novelty.
1: If I'm going to eat junk stuff, I can't stack it up.
0: Here's a sugar tip for you. A bit of sweet vanilla ice cream, then take a bite out of a pretzel rod. (laughs) Alternate as desired.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what you put on the pretzel rod is the frosting.
0: Yes, you can also put frosting on pretzel rod.
1: I made a cake this week and I had cream cheese frosting. And I always make extra for putting pretzels in.
0: Yeah, the pretzel rod is long. (laughs) you know it's just like life the pretzel rod you know when you start it seems long it seems like i can take so many bites out of this pretzel rod and then when you get to the end of the pretzel rod you say where did it all go right what happened i'll fucking
1: house a pretzel rod dude
0: just one bite at a time and you're at the end of your pretzel rod wondering if you spent enough time talking to your uncle right (laughs) right
1: Um, so sugars are usually found in a plant. So they are like in fruit and there's honey. That Those are like natural sugars, right? Yeah. And then sucrose is... Something that they take out of sugar cane and sugar beet. And so that is something that, like, table sugar comes from plants also.
0: So that's basically, is that the only place where we get sugar is sugar cane and sugar beet?
1: Yeah, if you're talking about, like, table sugar, yeah. People love eating sugar. Did you know that? I did. They made 2 billion tons of sugar beet and sugar cane crops in 2016.
0: So how much sugar is in the crops? I don't know. Nobody knows.
1: It's a mystery.
0: You know what? That's probably why they had to harvest so many, because they- (laughs)
1: They had to cross their fingers. (laughs) We better make enough.
0: Yeah, every year they're just like, look, go out and farm all that you can, and we'll just hope that it's enough (laughs) sugar. (laughs) Really? Look, you think things were bad. Everybody everybody was joking and laughing and suffering about the lack of toilet paper earlier this year. If we run out of sugar, that's the bread and circus right there, baby. The curtain's going to come down. Shit is going to fail. There's going to be <laughs> people in the streets if we run out of that sweet molecule.
1: <laughs> no, I got to eat apples. <laughs>
0: Apple, and that's the real bitch of it, is apples have sugar. Imagine if you were out there in the street holding a sign that says, Apple is dog food. Give me the real sugar. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Only a fool or a baby would eat a pear. I need that white dust.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they use sugar in prepared foods a lot. They use it in drinks. Uh, they use it t- to sweeten prepared stuff and drinks, like I just said. <laughs> <laughs> people uh, will consume like 53 pounds of it a year.
0: The <laughs> That's average,
1: a fucking lot. Yeah. The
0: average person. Yes. Do you think it's like the spider theory?
1: Like when you sleep with your mouth open?
0: Well, the spider theory is that the average person eats eight spiders a year because there's one guy that eats 56 billion spiders a year, and he's just pushing it all up for the rest of (laughs) us. Right, (laughs)
1: right. So you're saying that someone's, like, eating a wheelbarrow a day.
0: Yeah, easily. The president could eat a wheelbarrow of sugar a day. Maybe he will. You know, actually, we're at a time in history where by the time this comes out, who knows what the president... Will be doing. <laughs> Ooh, so tell me, about, tell me more about. Tell me more about sugar.
1: <laughs> they think that it is not good for you to eat a whole bunch of sugar because it can make you fat. It can give you diabetes. They say that it can give you heart problems and dementia and it's bad for your teeth. My favorite thing is that apparently they have tried to clarify the implications of those statements, except they. Haven't really been able to because they can't find any populations of people to use as controls who don't eat sugar.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. You would have to go. You'd have to get one of those guys off North Sentinel Island.
1: Mm-hmm. But even they're probably eating fruit all the time.
0: Oh, they probably are because that's tropical.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, even like vegetables, like some vegetables will have sugar in them. Like corn is sweet. And right. They make corn syrup out of it and that's sugar.
0: Why do they do high fructose corn syrup? Is that just cheaper than real <laughs> yeah. sugar? Yeah. Is it true that it's just mostly fructose then?
1: It's highly fructose.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sugar, when do you think they started making it?
0: Like processed pure sugar, uh-huh. like the white powder,
1: crystallized sugar,
0: crystallized sugar, right? How long have they been making that? Uh-huh. Since before the Romans, I would say about 500 BC.
1: You are fucking exactly fucking right. You're right.
0: You've never told me that.
1: <laughs> That's why it's a fucking. I'm. Red just, day. I'm stunned. It's a red letter day. We're gonna have to put that in the write up of this episode. In I this just, episode, Drew is right.
0: I just. <laughs> I guessed.
1: (laughs) Man, you went in raw and you got it. Yes. Well, yeah, 500 is the the time. But before that, people would chew on raw sugar cane and be like, mmm.
0: And we were, up until very recently, just eating rotten meat Mm. and just being like, it's fine. (laughs)
1: Don't worry about it. It,
0: That would have been a treat. Like, just chomping on some raw sugar cane. Uh I mean, that would have been the shit. Because right. nothing else you had would have ever been that sweet.
1: They originally started refining sugar in the Indian subcontinent. And it was expensive as shit. <laughs> and so people usually used honey to sweeten stuff. Honey was always the main thing. In India, they started extracting it from the sugar cane and they ha- they would have like liquid. But then they figured out how to turn it into granulated crystals and so suddenly you're able to store sugar and transport it places and it's, so people were crazy about it
0: anything you can dry out and then keep forever i mean sugar will last forever mm-hmm. if you don't let bugs get to it right
1: right honey will too though but honey i think is bigger and it's messier
0: why do bees even make it
1: because they eat it or something we have to do an episode about bees and honey at some time
0: yeah <laughs>
1: I don't know anything about it I, I they eat it i think maybe
0: not interested
1: <laughs> when you're interested in
0: little fuckers go in a hexagon and they barf it out that's just nasty we don't have to talk about that bees barf in the hexagon and i don't care <laughs> <laughs> tell me more about sugar the good shit
1: <laughs> so, okay so um They started crystallizing it and transporting it and people fucking loved it. Indian sailors would carry it with them when they would go on their trade routes and people along the trade routes were like, yo, look at that sugar. I like it.
0: I bet they could get a lot in trade for it. uh That's smart.
1: Traveling Buddhist monks then encountered the Indian sailors on the trade routes and brought sugar back to China. And so so they started having it in China as well.
0: Oh, I see. You don't care about earthly possessions until you hit that shit. The white. That's right. (laughs) You know Uh, what else? You know what else came out of? people trading on ships from india was that india pale ale sugar and ipa like all the good shit yeah. comes from trade with india yeah they got it going now
1: Champa don't they make that there too they do yeah indian food that comes from india all the good stuff from, comes from india
0: gotta hand it to them
1: <laughs> and then europe got sugar after the crusades because the crusaders went down that way and they got sugar and they brought it back with them
0: I'm sure they just asked for it and it was willingly given to them. And
1: they paid for it.
0: And they paid for it in full.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Come again.
0: The children's crusade was just when the children went and asked for lollipops, <laughs>
1: As like trick treating. <laughs> <laughs> when the crusaders brought sugar back to Europe, they called it sweet salt.
0: Jesus. Language is but a cudgel, is it not?
1: (laughs) Right, right. I mean, it works though. Sweet salt has the same number of syllables as sugar. (laughs) So you're not like really saving yourself any time but making up a new word for it.
0: (laughs) If you were to make up a a new one-syllable word for sugar, what would it be?
1: One syllable? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know.
0: Sweet salt is like stressed, stressed. So sugar is stressed, unstressed. So sweet salt... Is effectively harder to say than sugar. Uh-huh. Cause you say the sh- you say the sh and then the gur is just like as you're closing your mouth, so it basically doesn't count.
1: Yeah. Right. That's like
0: a half syllable at most. What would you say that's shorter than sugar? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just the letter S? <laughs> just the letter. <laughs> How many S's is that? Like 12. (laughs) It's easy to say, but hard to type.
1: (laughs) We know it. Like when you start making that noise. Yeah,
0: and uh, no, but here's the thing is you type it and then you get somebody like the first thing you do when you're talking about is you type it and then somebody's like, did you mean to say because you only went 11 times. And it's 12s as long.
1: Right. Well, you get autocorrect.
0: I think we're using technology to solve a social issue, and that never works.
1: Right, right, I guess. In the 12th century in Venice, they started growing sugar cane to make sugar and export it around in Europe. But people still mainly used honey because sugar is really expensive. Europe started using sugar a lot more in the 15th century when they started having sugar plantations in Madeira and in the Canary Islands and then all that sugar started going into Europe as well. And then they had all the sugar in Madeira and then they started making candied fruit and pastries and sweets and all kinds of stuff in Venice. It became like dessert was invented. (laughs)
0: they invented modern dessert what did they eat for dessert before then
1: well i mean they would have stuff that was sweetened with honey and with honey you can't it doesn't behave the same way sugar does like sugar like if you heat it to different temperatures it has different qualities and you can do sculptures and all kinds of shit with it and then they would say it was medicine all the time even though it's not christopher columbus Brought sugar to North and South America. They did not have sugar until Christopher Columbus came. And so he came in 1492, and then they had the first sugar cane harvest in Hispaniola in 1501.
0: Man, okay, okay. I'm just thinking about people saying sugar was medicine. Like, you could just say anything (laughs) was medicine. And, like, you can still say dumb shit, like essential oil and homeopathy. You can still say that's medicine. Uh Uh-huh people will be like, I guess I can't stop you. Yeah. But you could really say anything was medicine back in the day. Remember when they used to drink liquid mercury? It's like, why are you drinking all that liquid mercury, chief? They haven't been shitting that much, and I think it'll help. (laughs) And it just poisons your body, and your body has diarrhea, and you're like, Colt 45! (laughs) Works every time. I think Colt 45 should have a small bit of liquid mercury in it, like the worm and tequila. Yeah, and then you can dare each other to drink the silver bullet. Right, <laughs> that would be good. Let's bring it back. You know,
1: a little bit. Of- I feel like in these times of this like pandemic, these pandemic days, like I feel like we need a little bit more uh, danger chasing. Irreverence and disrespect for our lives. And so I think maybe drinking mercury might be the trick.
0: That could really do it. Plus it's shiny.
1: Mm-hmm. It'd make you feel like futuristic.
0: I think when I was a kid, I assumed that by this point in history we would be wearing silver jumpsuits. Right. I think having a little bit of liquid silver come out of your ass. Right. Might be the next best thing. Would you
1: poop mercury out?
0: Yeah, it it would come out. Elemental mercury doesn't really do that super much. It's when you get organic mercury. Like when you react it with something, then you have it attached to a bunch of carbons and stuff, then your body starts eating it. And then Mm -hmm. your body goes wild because the mercury is suddenly connected to your body. But if you just have the liquid stuff it it doesn't do as much
1: okay but like if you have the organic mercury then your body's like oh yeah mercury's awesome i love it and then you're addicted to mercury
0: i'm not sure (laughs) if that's the mechanism (laughs) you know we'll have to we'll have to research if you'd like us to research mercury and do an episode on that famous liquid drippy metal
1: the best drink in town (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, we got to save, Natalie, you can't spoil it. (laughs) That is the conclusion we're going to come to, but if you'd like us to do an episode about Mercury, hop on hashtag topic suggestions on our Discord. If you're not a member of our Discord... That means you haven't subscribed, dumbass. Right. Patreon.com slash Hop on. You get access to our chat channel where you can suggest episodes. This episode was suggested by somebody.
1: Uh, it was suggested by the lovely Renee. Thank you, Renee.
0: If you feel like you're missing out, it's because you are. So.
1: So you'll be missing out on an episode in the future, such as Mercury, Nature's Fanciest Kool-Aid. Check it down. It's the best drink around. Mark, you're a we a It's just are, like the planet. Isn't that cool? Have a sip.
0: Are we working on a marketing campaign yes, for yes. drinking?
1: Did I stutter? Drink <laughs> it. This <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's my million dollar idea
0: mercury drinks that's really smart that sounds like something from fallout doesn't it
1: (laughs) yes i want it to be mercury and i want it to be carbonated
0: everybody always knows i mean you have that period in life where like everything is the same and everybody you know is always there Mm -hmm. and then people start dropping off and you realize that this shit has an expiration date just the whole atmosphere and everything that's happening is really giving people memento mori right and so when it comes down to it if you've never sipped that silver slip (laughs) you gotta take a sip (laughs) is mercury baby
1: mercury you don't just drink it you won't regret it
0: (laughs) don't think it just drink it
1: What if you got a little mustache from it? Like a little milk mustache only made of mercury.
0: Hey, bro, you hitting that HG?
1: <laughs> Looking good. You got that metallic mustache. I know you're partying.
0: <laughs> I'm sipping that silver dill for baby. <laughs>
1: mind me just getting a little brain damage.
0: That's me, IRL. Don't mind me just getting a little brain damage.
1: Uh so okay, and then they doing sugar, making sugar. Um then in Germany they started making sugar out of sugar beets also. So they had sugar cane and sugar beets. That happened in 1700s and then and in the 1900s it became super popular and became like an essential food ingredient until the 19th century did you know until the 19th century they sold sugar and loaves so it came in like a big blump
0: yeah because it's probably not easy to process it into like granulated little granules i suppose yeah, granulars <laughs> is not easy to do without equipment. Right. And I know that in some places, like a lot of Chinese recipes, you'll see if you have... Well, Asian recipes, like if you have a pho recipe, it'll say to add one clump of rock sugar. Uh Because that's a common format still in Asia, is to sell sugar in, like, large crystals. Right.
1: So they had it in loaves, and then you would cut them... You cut sugar off the loaf with a tool called sugar nips, which is what they called me in prison (laughs) i got a little quiz for you here's a quiz i wish you to name the top four sugar cane producing countries not sugar beets
0: sugar cane
1: yeah buddy
0: so first off sugar beets are big Mm -hmm. in colder climates I know that yeah. North Dakota produces a ton of sugar beets. It's uh-huh. like sugar beet land. Uh-huh. Sugar cane on the other hand is is a hot. It's like a tropical right crop. I don't really know a lot about sugar cane. They had them for like $20 each. You could buy a sugar cane and go home and I don't know what you would do with it. No on it. Get that old school sugar cane gnawing flavor.
1: I yeah, 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 like that.
0: Oh, that sounds authentic. <laughs> And we're talking countries here.
1: Uh huh. Countries in the planet Earth.
0: I would guess Brazil.
1: Number one is Brazil. You're knocking it up. You're my genius today, baby.
0: Because uh, Brazil is equatorial, uh-huh. and it's really humid there. But it's also very large. Mm-hmm. India.
1: Yeah, good job, baby. You're so good.
0: <laughs> and this is where it gets hard. Uh-huh. Gosh. Brazil is like what half the area of North America. But the problem is that Peru, Argentina, and Chile are a lot of their climate is like desert and mountains uh-huh. and like pampas, like the plain. Yeah. So I I don't think they would have very much sugarcane. I think Bolivia is in there, but Bolivia is very mountainous. Mm-hmm. How about Mexico? I think Mexico might have the right climate. You're wrong. Damn it. Indonesia. Ah. Well, they're tropical. They have a lot of... Indonesia is very populous, and they have a lot of islands that are tropical. Do I get any more guesses? I guessed four.
1: Just guess one more. One more? Uh-huh.
0: How about Sri Lanka?
1: Nope. Okay, so part two of the quiz. Are you ready? Top
0: what five. were the other two countries?
1: China and Thailand.
0: Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, so part two of the quiz. Top five sugar beet producing countries.
0: Oh, sugar beet producing countries. Uh, The United States.
1: Number three is the United States.
0: Number three, really? Mm-hmm. So we're talking, these are going to be colder climates where you can grow root vegetables. Canada. Really? Germany. Germany. You said Germany before. That's why I guessed it.
1: They invented it.
0: Germany's pretty big in terms of Europe, right? Right.
1: It's the biggest Europe.
0: Uh, no. (laughs) No. It's the biggest country in Europe is Russia. So I'm going to guess Russia. Russia.
1: Russia. Number
0: one, Russia is the biggest country. That's one thing they've got going for them. That and all the sugar beets.
1: <laughs> they love beets there.
0: They love beets and having the most land. How many do I have to guess? Five. Yes. China.
1: No. Ah, uh. fuck
0: it. China. Ah, uh. China's so big though. It's so big, and some of it's cold. Poland.
1: Uh. <laughs> one more.
0: Uh, how about Ukraine?
1: No. Okay, so the other ones you missed were France and Turkey.
0: So they were in Europe. Okay. Yep. I didn't know France, Groucho, or Turkey, really.
1: They were talking about sugar beets on the Discord recently. Um, and I was asking some people if they, if they ever ate sugar beets. like, Or if you only make sugar out of them. And no one answered me. So I'm going to look
0: it up. What's the difference between beets and sugar beets? This is a website that tells you to eat beets to heal. I feel like it's...
1: I am eating them to heal, baby.
0: You are doing neither.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No one will answer me. Sound off in the Discord, please. Somebody who's eating the sugar beet. Can you eat a sugar beet? I want to know. I don't like beets. I don't like regular beets.
0: What is it about beets? Like normal root beets you don't like? They
1: taste like wood to me.
0: Do they? Yeah. Because the guy I follow a YouTube... That tells you about gardening and containers and stuff. And he said he always thought beets tasted like dirt.
1: I think they taste like wood. And I think that the texture reminds me of wood. And so to me, it always tastes like I'm eating wood and it is also staining everything.
0: So beets to me do have a woody taste, but I... I kind of like that. And I think maybe it makes me feel powerful. Like I can crunch this log. It's soft to me and it's red. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's in between a log, a potato, and an apple. (laughs) Draw a triangle, pick a point. That's a beat, baby.
1: So there's like a bunch of different kinds of sugar, right? There is coarse grain sugar, which is like the kind of sugar that you would put on top of something. Like to decorate. To make it look like it had sugary sparkles on it.
0: Like a sugar cookie.
1: Yeah. Granulated sugar is the stuff that you use when you're cooking or when you have sugar in your coffee.
0: If you're going to cream some sugar together with butter as the start of a recipe for making a pie or a cake or something, right?
1: Right. Um, You would use it to make desserts or ice cream or whatever the fuck you want, right? Granulated sugar is a crystal that is roughly half of a millimeter in size. You also use it as a preservative when you're making candied fruit or jam or whatever the hell right? And then they have something that is called milled sugar, which is when they grind it finer. So they have caster sugar, which is like smaller than granular sugar, but it's not powdered sugar. And then they have powdered sugar, which is what you use to make like frosting, buckeyes, stuff like that. And then apparently there's something called snow powder, which is a uh, powdered sugar that's made of glucose instead of sucrose. And so it doesn't melt. And so I suppose you would use that then to decorate stuff. People sometimes make sugar cubes cubes which always seemed weird to me because that's like a very little amount of sugar
0: <laughs> a sugar cube is such a retro way of delivering sugar also
1: you need to make a little tiny cup of coffee i think that's why i always think they're weird is because i always make such when i when i do drink coffee my coffees are so huge that a sugar cube isn't gonna do anything really
0: i don't yeah and i i can't put anything in my coffee because then i'd just be drinking sugar all day yeah it used to be that you could say that's about as tall as three sugar cubes
1: (laughs) and people would know what that meant
0: yeah yeah
1: is a sugar cube like half an inch or three quarters of an inch
0: i think a sugar cube if i'm thinking about it a sugar cube is probably about one centimeter okay let's guess maybe half an inch i think you're right i think it's larger than a centimeter i think it's close to half an inch
1: Half inch squares.
0: Half inch squares. So you're exactly right. They're a half inch.
1: Um, So you know what brown sugar is?
0: It's sugar that has not been refined so far as to take out all of the complex carbohydrates.
1: Right. So it has like residual molasses in the mix.
0: And molasses is like when you when you when you do sugarcane, what you do is you chop up the sugarcane, you mix it with water, and you heat it and stuff, right? Uh-huh. To extract the sugars, and then you'll get, like, this slurry. And if you refine it, you will separate the slurry into white sugar and molasses. Molasses being like the... Slop. Like the complex carbohydrates. Yeah,
1: the brown slop. I love brown sugar.
0: Sugar definitely has a taste to it, although I think pure granulated sugar is all taste and no smell. There's no aromatic.
1: A lot of people are like, they're like cookie dough eaters or they're like bowl lickers or they'll like stick their fingers in stuff when they're cooking. The only thing that I cannot control myself around is an open bag of brown sugar. I would just like pinch it. I'll pinch it the whole time the bag's in you there. You do it.
0: Do you like put it in your lip like chewing tobacco? I just
1: <laughs> ow, 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 pinch it. Oh, It's delicious.
0: <laughs> yeah, brown sugar, it pinches together real nice, yeah. just like that kinetic sand.
1: <laughs> uh, stick in your mouth. Oh, it's delicious. Try it. Everybody, uh, everybody listening to this podcast, go and oh, buy your ba- yourself a bag of dark brown sugar. You have to get the dark kind. I and mean, just eat it hey. and then report hey. back. Tell me how it went when you ate a bag of brown sugar.
0: Hey, if you haven't eaten it, try Sugar Dum Dum.
1: <laughs> I want a trip report. I want a trip report of what happened when you ate a pound of store brand dark brown sugar from the grocery store.
0: T plus 0.00. Dosed 110 <laughs> grams of brown sugar. Uh,
1: so there is um, different grades of brown sugar depending on how much molasses is in it.
0: There's light brown sugar and dark brown sugar. Is there a darker than dark brown sugar? Are we missing out on sugar that could be browner than we even know of
1: there is non-centrifugal cane sugar which is unrefined um and so they have some that's called panela and there is a style called muscovato that are unrefined or just partially refined and so they are darker than brown sugar there's also Different kinds of sugar called jaggery, which is made from dates or palm sap. And those will be darker too. But light brown sugar has 3.5% molasses and dark brown sugar is 6.5% molasses.
0: That's not even as much as I would have thought.
1: 6.5% though, it's still like, that's almost
0: 10%. (laughs) What kind of benchmark is that?
1: (laughs) I'm talking about if we need to mentally picture it. Six and a half
0: percent is almost 10%. <laughs> That's two-thirds of 10%. That's a tenth of a hundred. A hundred is a whole percent.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Natalie Math. I, one day we'll make an episode about Natalie Math, and I'll just tell you how to do the math in your hand without actually being... That would be... Landing at the right answer without knowing how you got there. <laughs> Natalie math
0: teachers hate this episode (laughs)
1: listen (laughs) all
0: right we're in seven territory and look this is close (laughs) to ten (laughs) dum-dum this
1: is kind of like ten (laughs) then we there's liquid sugars too honey is the main one we're gonna save that for our bees episode that you don't want to do
0: I never want to talk about the striped fuckers
1: (laughs) there's syrups which is a solution of sugar and water.
0: Is that like when they say simple syrup Uh when you're making a drink? Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, Simple syrup is 50-50, sugar and water. And you can also make syrups by reducing juices or whatever. So maple, sap, or cane juice. Cook it down, baby. That syrup, bitch. And then corn syrup Syrup,
0: bitch, is what they called me in prison.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And corn syrup is when you do cornstarch and you... Make corn syrup. Uh, high fructose corn syrup is when you process corn syrup.
0: Makes sense. <laughs> and you
1: make some of its glucose be fructose. Put a little extra fructose in your glucose. That's how you make it. Mm. Put it in your ho
0: I heard it's good in moderation. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when they ran that marketing campaign for high fructose corn syrup? And it was like... Two moms sitting around, they were doing the thing where they were having coffee and their hands were all curled around the coffee cups to suggest coziness. Uh And one said, have you heard about the dangers of high fructose corn syrup? And the other mom said, I don't think there's many dangers. In fact, I think it's fine in moderation. And then they came up with the logo and then it faded into the logo and it said, high fructose corn syrup, it's in your food.
1: There's no use resisting. Just don't go crazy and eat a whole bag of it.
0: Eat less than you want. And it'll be fine.
1: <laughs> Whereas, if you went on the brown sugar ca- uh, the brown sugar campaign, which is just eat the bag, eat the bag, baby, you'll love it.
0: That's what they say is secure the bag.
1: That's what they say. What they, that's what they mean when they say get the bag.
0: <laughs> it's just full of brown sugar. <laughs> You're just gonna eat it.
1: <laughs> so, did you know that in the 16th century, a teaspoon of sugar cost the equivalent of five dollars? It's not even enough to make a cookie or something. Did you know that the only taste that humans are born craving is the taste of sugar?
0: That is so sinister, isn't it?
1: That's what breast milk tastes like.
0: It tastes like sugar? Yes, yeah, very sweet.
1: Didn't you drink any breast milk when we had some?
0: No. I didn't yeah.
1: either. I regret not doing it, but I think I was just, like, in such a haze that it didn't occur to me.
0: Well, I regret it now, too, but I, on the other hand, now that I'm thinking about it, there's no way I would have stolen food from an infant. She
1: was having uh, other food like, to do. It's fine.
0: Period. I, you to know, drink
1: the whole bottle. I just put your finger in it.
0: I should have, but, you know, you have different brain chemicals. Like, when you have a kid and all that stuff is happening, like, you just get different chemicals. It's the same as having, like, a lost year in your 20s when you're like, what the fuck happened in 2006, dude?
1: I don't fucking remember I don't remember all. that shit. 2006? Did anything happen?
0: I think we went, I think we skipped that year, dude. <laughs> That's what having a kid is like. <laughs> Except you look over and you've got a two-year-old.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you know that in 1822 the average American ate 45 grams of sugar every five days.
0: 1822, that doesn't seem like super much. In
1: 2012, the average American had 765 grams of sugar every five days.
0: Yes, that's more like it. (laughs)
1: Did you know that every tablespoon of Heinz ketchup has one teaspoon of sugar in it?
0: I would believe it. Why do they call it 57? It's 57 what? 57 varieties. That's not even, <laughs> there's nothing in it. It's like, it's tomato, it's high fructose corn syrup, and then they say natural flavorings. It's like 0.01 of onion. vinegar. Yeah, and it's got vinegar. You know, I got mega fucked up I had like a day where I just sat outside and I just stared at a tree and I said much to think about when I figured out that both ketchup and mustard and relish and barbecue sauce were all just dressed up vinegar.
1: Uh-huh. Did you know that a 20 ounce bottle of Coca-Cola has the same amount of sugar as five ho-hos?
0: <laughs> Most of that soda uses high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. But they do the thing where they'll show you, they'll put a pop and then they'll put a stack of sugar cubes and they'll be like, doesn't this look like a lot of sugar cubes? Well, you drink this when you drink a pop. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't drink pop, you just get to feel superior.
1: Right. Or you'd be like, I drink Diet Coke.
0: Yeah, I drink Diet Coke. No thanks, I like the chemicals.
1: (laughs) Just the chemicals, please. None of that nutritive value.
0: (laughs) Refined vegetables fuck
1: off <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that shit did you know that lemons have more sugar than the strawberries
0: no that's counterintuitive isn't it Yeah. they've just got enough uh what's in there citric acid uh-huh. they've got enough citric acid that the acidic taste overpowers the sugar i think strawberries are overrated did you know that
1: <laughs> strawberries yeah i like them my favorite fruit salad, you take the strawberries, you cut the strawberries up, you take some bananas, you cut the bananas up, you put a little Splenda, you put a little vanilla bean. It is
0: delicious. But it's just like my guacamole argument. Like, you could take the strawberries and you can add sweetener and vanilla and banana. Yeah, anything you add banana to is going to be great because bananas are great.
1: Bananas are the best fruit. Come at me if you don't agree.
0: Like... The thing is, is bananas are such good of a fruit. I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting for somebody to say that bananas are actually a grain or something. Banana. <laughs> but, <laughs> bananas. Are, bananas are great. And then occasionally I learned that they're like uh, a kind of banana that's not even as good as it could be because they're just more disease resistant. Mm-hmm. Like, where is the hidden banana? Give me the hidden banana, please. Right. I mean, at that point, you're not even eating fruit.
1: What are you eating?
0: Nature's candy.
1: <laughs> um, did you know that one teaspoon of white sugar has 15 calories, but one teaspoon of corn syrup has 20 calories?
0: No, I did not know that. That's my answer. <laughs> oh, sorry, you're what? Oh. <laughs> warning only fools past this point (laughs) Hmm? Uh,
1: did you know that americans eat 10 times more sugar than all other food additives except for salt
0: yeah but what other food additives are there guar gum yeah, you can't you can't eat that much of that or you're all thickener, no soup. <laughs> what do you All Xanthem, no gum?
1: Did you know that until the fifteen hundreds, sugar was called white gold? That
0: sounds like And
1: nobilities if no if, if like rich people had sugar they would display it. So people could see that they had it.
0: Really? How would they display it?
1: They like, make sculptures and stuff out of it.
0: Oh, that's baller. <laughs> yeah. That's just taunting people with how much refined sugar they have.
1: Yeah, but then about 5- 1,600 people started getting better at making sugar, and so it wasn't that impressive anymore. Put your sugar away, dumb. dum, dum.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> This guy in Germany named Ralph Schroeder, who has the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest collection of sugar packets.
0: How many sugar packets does he have? I mean, that's the only thing I can ask about him.
1: 14,502.
0: Right. It would have to be a large number.
1: Uh It's a lot of them.
0: I mean, there's really, like, once you get about 100 sugar packets, there's a point where you open up your fridge and you have so much Taco Bell packets Mm -hmm. that you're either like, okay, this is the point where I either have to make this a thing or I have to clean my fridge. And Ralph was like, no, this is my thing now.
1: Did you know that sugar can give you instant energy boost? Sugar power.
0: I don't know where you got that.
1: (laughs) I got that from facts.com, baby. (laughs)
0: I mean, instant is an oversell, <laughs> I think. Anything you, anything you ingest with your digestive system, a small amount of it gets picked up through your stomach, but mostly it has to go into your intestines to be absorbed. And that is a slow process as compared to, like, inhaling something. There are mucosal tissues in your body, like your buccal cavity under your tongue,
1: mm-hmm.
0: your nasal passages... Your lungs, where the volume of blood exchange is so great, where if you have something in there and you want to get it into your bloodstream fast, that's the way you would do that. So, if you really want an instant energy boost from sugar, you would either have to vape it or you would have to sniff it up your nose.
1: Yeah, what he did both?
0: Well, you'd be the sugar monster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you learn about sugar today?
0: <laughs> sugar comes in all shapes and sizes, but when it comes down to it, if you just put it in your mouth and you have as much as possible, that's how you really celebrate the stars and stripes. You turn into the true stars and bars, <laughs> American firearms. Yeah. Load your gun and have some fun.
1: <laughs> have some treats that can't be beat. <laughs>
0: If you're listening to this, you should know Garbage Brain University is brought to you by two sponsors. One is Hazel Technologies. They're the creators of packets that allow your naturally sweet fruit from trees and plants to be shipped and arrived to you without damage. That's right. It reduces respiration rates of your fruit that's been picked from the plant. And it keeps ethylene from overripening your fruit before it arrives at its destination.
1: Makes it perfect.
0: And garbage brain university is also sponsored by Harlem Township, a township northeast of Columbus, Ohio, but still in the Central Ohio region.
1: Harlem Township is the best township in Ohio.
0: It's the brightest star on the glacial till plain.
1: Right, flat as shit, but still pretty cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna write you a slogan, Harlem Township. And if you haven't subscribed to Garbage Brain University, patreon.com garbagebrainuniversity. That's the place to go. Tell us what to talk about. Play games with us. We video game all the time. We chat. We post our arts and crafts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.
1: I love you. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye.